0: It's time for the Purple Den, the post-game show for the Prowl of the City podcast. Here's your host, Daniel Martin. All right, let's get into it. Wasn't the best. Uh, Pinch City loses 10-9 against the Scotch One Rush. If you are looking at the title of this, I will explain why it is in a second. Um, But, yeah... And hey, let's just get into it. Uh, f- full credit to Saskatchewan. They played fantastic. Um, game planned well. Uh, pretty much did whatever they needed to do to make sure that they could win this game. So credit to them. They got a 1-0 lead to start. Jason Knox and Callum Crawford answer right back. Yeah. Um, and then Robert Church scored, who had eight points on the night, and had four of the ten goals for Saskatchewan. Uh, Zach Manns uh, gave them a lead. Ma- Roll Malcolm ties it back up. Then former Panther City player Patrick Dodds scores on a deep, deep, deep bounce shot, which is one you want to have back. Um, it was not a good goal. Zach Mans then adds one uh, to make it a 5-3 game. Then Malcolm scores on a buzzer beater to uh, cut the lead to one at 5-4. Uh, well, Malcolm then scores right away to tie it up. And then Saskatchewan goes on a 3 nothing run to go up 8-5. to five. Then Caputo and Tony Malcolm score um, to make it an 8-7 game. Uh, going to the fourth, and then Brandon Goodwin gets him, uh, ties up the game. Crawford gets him the lead. And that's it for them. That was with 9-10 left. So, after that, Ch- Mara Church scores. And then former Panther City player, Mike Triolo, scores a deep bouncer. Uh, no, it was one of the Nick Demu gave out two really bad bounce goals from very deep. Um, you just don't want to see that. Um, I mean, that's about, I mean, Phil Caputo got a goal disallowed, which honestly should have counted, um, just by the way it looked, it it did look like he got the ball in before his foot touched. Uh, well, Malcolm nearly had a tying goal, but stepped on the crease right at the very end. So that sucks. Uh, but Frank Cialiano was player of the game. 42 of 51. I mean, just stole the game. Panther City scored with 6.38 left to start the game in the first. Then 2.59, so about uh, three and a half minutes right there. And then they don't score until 11.28 in the second quarter. Then two seconds in the second quarter. Then one twenty-five in the third third quarter. Then 515 and 324 in the third quarter. Then eleven oh three in the fourth quarter, and then 910. So those are very, very long stretches of play, especially in the last nine minutes of the game. You don't even get a chance. Reminds me of the Calgary playoff game, pretty much. Um it happens. Um I'm not gonna beat on our official officiating either. Um the cross check. To Gauthier, that it was only four I and mean, two. Should have been more, especially with how bloody he was. And then the boarding, I don't know how, and I'm sorry to say, I don't know how the hell that's a minor. His neck is already down, and he still gets them. We were lucky that Liam Pan was actually able to get off the floor there, and that's just disgusting. So, I mean, also, three for five on the power play, those two misses kind of hurt. Two for three uh, on the power play for Saskatchewan. Um, You know, the last kill for them being a massive one really could have put the game away. Uh, So, yeah, Church had eight. Ryan Keenan didn't even score, had uh, five assists, though. And then Zach Manns had five points with two goals and three assists. Panther City, Donville had two points just being assists. Malcolm had, Tony Malcolm had two points, a goal and assist. Will Malcolm had four points with three goals and assist. Knox had a goal. Matthew Goate had three assists. Phil Caputo had a goal and assist for two points. Uh, Calum Crawford had another five points, uh, two goals, three assists. So, yeah, it just sucks. I again, it's a very disappointing loss. This is a loss that they should not have had. Um, knocked him out of three and four. Uh, I was on the Daily Lacks show on Monday talking about um, Daily Dive Lacks. I'm sorry. Uh, I was talking about just the team overall, and I said that I would put our confidence at getting into the playoffs at a 7 For being just, you know, a 5 through 8 squad there. And right now they currently sit ninth, but they're, you know, tied for 8th with a couple other teams. But, you know, again, very, very frustrating. The losses they've had are to a team that's tied with them, the Las Vegas Desert Dogs. Saskatchewan rush underneath them Georgia swarmed just above them in uh, six and then Toronto who will lead the league so you know those two losses down below and then you're facing Colorado uh this coming Friday so speaking of that uh the reason why it is a double episode is the fact that I am going to Omaha, Nebraska, and going to be working in that area for the week. So I most likely will not be going to this home game. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be doing any tweeting about it. Uh, Depends on when I get done. So let's just go over that. Like I said, throw three and five. Um, Just lost to the... San Diego Seals and I mean dominated, absolutely dominated. Uh 61 shots for San Diego to 39 20 to 7 on the faceoffs. Uh I mean they start off they they start off 3 nothing start the game. And it was 3-3 after one and they kind of traded and, and they got 5-4 with in the second quarter for Colorado. By the time that they scored again, it was six. It was 15-6 to six when they scored. So, they got absolutely destroyed. That is a very, very long time. Um, Dylan Ward was replaced. Uh, so, did not play the final quarter. But uh, don't, we're probably going to see Dylan Ward in Fort Worth. Karen Kelly had a hat trick for Colorado. Eli McLaughlin had three assists. And that's about it. I mean, if you're going to look at it, it's just, it's going to be the same thing. You know, you're going to be facing a good Dylan Ward. And Colorado has given us fits. So, do I know what's going to happen? Really? I don't know because I thought they were going to cruise last game after scoring 21 against Las Vegas. And yeah, that was going to be it. So, um,. Just, yeah, I mean, this should be an easy game, but, you know, with this team and what's been going on right now, I just don't know at all. So maybe they win, maybe they don't. You know, they have to win to stay alive Um, because you have like Rochester, Georgia. That's a massive game for the standings. Um, You got Las Vegas, Halifax, another massive game for the standings. I would say San Diego, New York, the Riptide are now 4-4, four and four, so they're ahead. Again, another massive game for the standings in that point. But it's that, and then they're off for the next week with another bye. And they come home and play against Georgia at 3 o'clock. And Georgia will be playing that Friday. So, its I mean, that's a tough game for Georgia. Faces San Diego on the 23rd, and then have to go to um, – Footworth on the 25th to play so gonna be interesting but i think that's gonna do it it was just a really quick you know recap of everything going on um you know that's pretty much it i mean i'm I'm frustrated but it's just one of those games where goalie just steals a game and we've had plenty of those so thanks again for listening to the this episode of the purple den and the preview episode of the next one and i will see you guys after i get back If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Prowl the City podcast for more Panther City lacrosse and NLL news. We are on all available podcast networks. Follow us on X and Instagram at Prowl the City pod. Thank you again for listening to this episode of the Prowl the City podcast, and we'll see you next time.